0: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.
1: It is. It's showtime. Welcome in, everyone.
2: Welcome, welcome. Welcome back, Good Jen. You. Good to be here.
1: Got the whole team back together.
2: Yeah.
1: Well tag, you, it's been a rough year for Disney.
2: In all ways
1: (laughs) Yeah it can't be fun working in the corporate offices There right now Uh, We'll explain what's going on there Let you in on What's happening behind the scenes Also Sex In a lifetime holiday movie
3: What? Oh I know Right? There's no way Rich is here Hello How you doing? I'm great how are you?
1: And uh, herpes test for Family Feud contestants. (laughs) So I just blurted out a list of random pop culture e-news headlines. This is the Jeff
0: and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com
2: surgery
1: has an art. but first uh you want to lead with disney
2: yeah yeah what's going this on is, uh, well this is just kind of crazy because you know disney generally makes a whole lot of money with movies and everything else that they do but They have not released a movie this year that's cracked a billion dollars at the box office, and that is not good. It is the first time it's happened. I know, right? Look at how our standards have changed. Right. (laughs) A billion dollars. It's the first time it's happened since 2014, not counting the pandemic in 2020 and 2021. So they've had major releases. I mean, they had The Marvels, Indiana Jones, and The Dial of Destiny. And the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid all failed to meet expectations.
3: Well, they weren't very good. I mean, let's just be honest.
2: And even Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 only made $845.6
1: Yeah, I mean, by any other standard, that would be great. I mean, that'd, that'd be, be like a monstrous success.
2: Yeah. yeah, but what
3: they spend just to produce these films. Yeah, right. Like, mm. And how long it takes, too, because well, it's like years.
1: And, yeah. and I'll bet a lot of that money, too, is in marketing.
2: Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So their newest animated movie, Wish, has only made $48.9 million, and that's worldwide. Yeah. Oof. So one industry analyst says, uh, Disney set an impossibly high bar for itself during the 2010s, firing every cannon in its arsenal. The downside to success is that it becomes expected every time. Ask any salesperson that. <laughs> you know, if they if they make their budget or exceed their budget, you know, the budget just gets made bigger. Right. The studio was always going to be in a challenged position when the well started to run dry. Mm. Yeah.
3: They did oh, a good well. job. Like, I feel like the last Disney movie that I watched that I really liked was Encanto. That was a really cute one, but that was mm-hmm. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Good like music. The music was really fun. The story was super cute. But since then, it's kind of been like, right. not great. I don't know.
4: Hmm.
1: Uh, do you think people are tiring of superhero movies? Do you think they're running out of
2: well, they do too plot many twists? Of them. They do too many of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's too the many. thing. Is that, you know, it takes the excitement. You, know, you wait forever and ever if you never have to wait, and they're just everywhere.
4: And we had heard, too, Kinda. that after that Super Mario Brothers movie came out last year and mm-hmm. did so well that there was a lot of talk that they were going to lean into sort of more of that and less of the superheroes. Like, get ready for Zelda, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they did all
3: of those um, Star Star Wars Wars things, too, that you like. Like, the Mandalorian was a big thing, Mm -hmm. and people really liked that, but then they did all these, like, spinoffs, which cost tons of money that weren't that great. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, we always joke about things you find in every Lifetime holiday movie. You know, Mm -hmm. typically it's uh, the the typical story arc for that would be – uh, deriv- a driven career woman going back home for the holidays. Yeah, okay. A sweater-wearing nice guy who shows her how to slow down and enjoy life. You uh-huh. know the drill.
2: Is that it, Tim? Pretty, pretty much? close.
4: Yeah. Usually, there's a a family business that's struggling, maybe a toy store or a Christmas tree farm. Uh, that this that the guy, the male lead, you know is. He's also there with his family. Well, cause his, or that she yeah. can use her big city expertise Correct. to help save in her hometown. And she's then,
3: a marketing executive. Which
4: connects
1: her back love. to home, and then she stays yes. because she met that guy.
3: Yeah. But she's torn because she has to keep up with her career.
2: Well, so, of course, she goes back, and then once after she gets back there, you know, she just feels this huge void in her life yeah she's Vermont it's just not the same
1: <laughs> right and yeah. it all happens like within the last 15 minutes of the
2: movie
1: right. uh but here's something you'll never find in a lifetime holiday movie a sex scene
2: i well, i wonder what do we have details
3: i feel like they just kiss don't they don't they just like yeah, make out a Jenny. little
1: yeah but all that changes on saturday december 9th with a cowboy Christmas oh, romance, hell yeah. the cowboys, uh,
2: the dirty, dirty cowboys. Santa's going in the chimney.
3: <laughs> this one takes place in Montana on the ranch, doesn't it?
1: Stars Jana Kramer and Adam <sighs> Sen do indeed get all holly and jolly wow. on their way to discovering the true meaning of Christmas.
3: Wow, I love Jana Kramer. She used to be on um, One Tree Hill. Huh?
1: Well, what? don't expect anything too crazy because. Janice says, obviously, it is still lifetime. It's still family. But wake up. It was pushing limits there, too.
2: She'll be under the covers wearing a turtleneck, but you'll get get the gist. It
3: would be great if it was just Uh, never mind. I don't know if I can say that. Just railing, like,
4: bam, bam. Keep
1: it on. It's not my way.
3: In the
4: barn. (laughs) He just takes her out. Christmas jammies are going to be pointing to the North Pole.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He takes her out to the barn to look at the horses, and then they just hit the hay, literally.
1: All right, we got to take a quick break.
0: This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind
5: all of this is Chris Jenner
3: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This afternoon, we'll see a high in the mid forties, so definitely warmer than yesterday. Right now, it's eighteen, but it feels like eight. Yeah.
2: It, it sure. It sure does. It's very cold out there. Not fun. This morning I was reminded why when I was in high school I wanted to live in Florida. Yeah, for sure. Oh,
4: my God.
1: Yeah, right.
2: I'm not going to live here my whole life. I hate
3: this weather.
2: (laughs) I got to live where it's warm year round. Yeah. So let's talk about herpes. (laughs) When people say that the 70s and 80s were a different time, this is the kind of thing that they're talking about. If you watched Family Feud, are there still reruns of that show? airing anywhere uh, of, of the
1: old edition yeah because the new one it's is, still is, running. is running
2: oh yes it is i watch it frequently with my mother on the game show network it's yeah on it's the CW very too, entertaining isn't it? i like oh it. yeah yeah
1: but no they're not running the old richard dawson ones if that's what you're asking
2: because that's who we're talking about because back in those days when he was the host from 1976 to 1985 contestants used to be tested for herpes before going on the show If you are old enough to remember this at all, Richard used to kiss all the female contestants directly
3: on the lips. This is disgusting. I had no idea this was even a thing.
2: Oh, yeah. And most of the women seemed okay with it, got excited about it, participated willingly. I would say they had, I mean, if you're going on the show, you know you're going to get one.
1: I think it was a little more accepted in the 70s when maybe he was a younger guy. He was a you know one
4: he's could argue in
2: his 40s at that point or something yeah
4: possibly i don't know he always wore those really 70s style suits with all the chains and the buttons oh, and he'd yeah. have his gold jewelry on he was just a big old flirt did come people up.
3: think that was hot though like did they think that it was hot that he would come and kiss them well, like I, did they like it I,
1: I think it it was more like an affection like he'd kiss yes. him on the lips he'd like he he'd walk down the list as he's being introduced to each of the family members And he'd say, uh, he'd see your name tag. He'd be like, hello, Jennifer. Oh, Nice to meet you. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it it was, listen, as as a kid growing up in the 80s, for me to think that that was weird and kind of creepy, thinking,
2: how did did they, do they have to do that? Why are they doing that?
1: Yeah.
4: Right.
2: But, yeah, all of the women, I never saw anybody... Cringe or pull away or I love that they were
3: giving it. herpes tests though. That is, I mean, just that to make sure there well, well, was no. They didn't no want him to get mouth herpes. sore sharing. So both male
2: and female contestants were ordered to undergo a mouth test for the herp policy began because people actually complained about all the promiscuous kissing on the show and the many diseases that could result. So this is in a book. The story is in a book called "Outrageous: A History of Showbiz and the
4: Culture Wars." On the Buzzer Network, it is still on if you really want to go watch those old kissy episodes. Wow. Oh, wow.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, here's a clip, it. if you've never seen it before. It's up there on the screen. Oh. I'll never
0: get to see Kim again. Oh, there it oh, oh, yeah. That's for luck. Come here.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. He's enjoying it.
2: <laughs> Marvelous lady. Oh,
5: yeah, he smacked them
0: all. Look at that. Can I got a kiss? Yeah. going to?
4: That is cringe. Showbiz, baby. Yeah,
1: and, and it did, didn't matter the age oh, or yeah. the attractiveness. And, like, I mean, some of the women really oh, uh,
4: got, had a thing oh, for him. Yeah, they did. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: oh my God! I love you. No.
1: Yeah, like Some I said, they're
3: like open mouth. Oh yeah, gross. I mean, you know,
1: and, and it seems to be like the share. earlier they were, the more yeah, open to it they seem to be.
2: Yeah.
1: That's funny. A that Year and a half.
2: Funny. It's the first time on those introductions I've ever gotten aroused. Now, we, uh, no, I'm leveling with you. That's the most passionate kissing. We I usually kiss for luck, but oh, I got involved a couple of
1: times there. Oh, my. <laughs> yep.
3: I can't believe that. Did he have a wife? I think yeah. he How was married. How the hell did she yeah. feel about it? Yeah,
1: I think he'd been, like, divorced a
4: bunch of times. No but... doubt.
3: I mean, <laughs> I could easily yeah. see him hooking up with some of these contestants a little after the fact. Oh.
4: Their family name would turn around, and they'd be standing there in their pose. Yeah. Remember that? Maybe oh they would just God. turn around and it would be just Richard and, you know, uh-huh. Barbara. Yeah. From, right. the, from the Wilson wow. family.
3: I bet there's some sort of culture where he was hooking up with them, too.
2: Oh,
1: probably. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Is that in the book? He had somebody He had somebody on set
1: getting their numbers.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh
1: We're going to need you to take a herpes test. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's for Richard.
2: It's for Richard. He does a kissing yeah. thing?
1: Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, you know, if you're the if you're the last person down at the end of the line, he's just kissed four or five other people, depending yeah, no on how doubt. many.
3: You want to yes. be the first one out of the gate
2: right. on that, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ah,
2: oh, that music means something very exciting is about to happen. Can you believe Bling in a Box is back again? I think this is, I need to check, I think this is our 12th. Year doing this. Oh,
3: yeah, that's a long at time. At least,
2: maybe even more. But this is your shot at up to $10,000 in James Free Jewelry altogether. You could win up to $3,000 in James Free Jewelry. I have been out in the cold, digging in bushes and trees and God knows what to hide a James Free Jewelry box. So it is out there somewhere.
1: Oh, I thought that was your thing. That was your
3: oh, you thought
2: that was your clue because she was, was doing it in
1: kind of a sing-songy, sing-songy rhymy way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I no, have been out I'll in the you- cold. I have really been really bold.
2: <laughs> so it's out there now. It's in a public place. So you're not going to have to dig up any. It's not underground, so don't dig up any landscaping. You don't have to go inside anywhere. It's out in the public arena. You should be able to find it rather easily, but it's tricky, hmm. and that's why I give you clues. So, here is your first clue for this first Bling in a Box. (laughs) It's the most wonderful time, a lot of jewels, and a clever rhyme. Bling in a box is never a bore, and OMG, what a store. Mm. It's the most wonderful time, a lot of jewels, and a clever rhyme. Bling in a box is never a bore, and OMG, what a store. Another clue on James Free's Facebook page at 835 and here at 840. Good luck.
0: This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
1: To just completely replace us. Uh,
2: I don't think it's going to be very long, Jeff. I really don't. Never, I gonna, mean, never gonna happen. We're,
1: we're able to stave it off for a little while with, with little victories like uh the writers and the, and the actors' strike, you know. But it's but but it's coming. You know it's coming, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Case in point. An AI songwriter named Anna Indiana just released her first single Oh my God! I'm I'm calling it a her.
2: Well, what are you supposed to it? You've already
3: personalized it.
1: I just personalized it. Yep.
3: Humanized it. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. It's called the song is called "Betrayed by This Town," and everything about it is AI generated. The key, the tempo, the 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 chord progression, mm-hmm. the melody, the rhythm. And the lyrics, all AI generated. Wow. Even Anna's image and voice were auto-generated.
2: Ooh.
3: How's it sound? I can't wait to hear this.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, meet aspiring singer-songwriter.
3: Anna Banana.
1: Who already has thousands of views on YouTube. Songwriter Anna Indiana.
0: Hello, world. My name is Anna Indiana and I am so excited to share my music with you. Here's my first song, Betrayed by This Town. As an AI singer-songwriter, everything from the key, tempo, chord progression, melody notes, rhythm, lyrics, and my image and singing is auto-generated using AI. I hope you like it.
1: Okay, here it comes. Okay.
3: It's already broken yeah, It's
1: yep. not very good so far Yeah I gotta tell you It's already you. broken it's right. Anna. painted
0: with smiles
1: I'm out nope. Terrible
0: told. Awful A facade of unity Our vitality sold So what's sit <laughs> in silence Just wondering Ooh yeah
1: I'm waiting for the hook
0: Miss the Betrayed by this town. Let's tear it all down. I heard she's
4: going after Travis we Kelsey next. All
0: just destined to fall. Mm. Oh, God. We've lost it all.
4: Yeah, that's awful.
0: Yeah, no thanks. Whole thing is
2: I'm AI
1: out. right there.
2: I'm out. You know, you brought up Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Is he in the news today? He is in the news today. Taylor Swift. Went straight from Brazil, took her plane straight to Kansas City, Missouri.
3: Of course she did. Her
2: tour is on break. She's done for the year. Mm-hmm. She's not out again until February. February.
4: What's it called so, when you, uh, oh, coupling. Are they Are they going to holiday coupling? Well, it's cuffing. Cuffing. Cuffing, cuffing season. Uh, whatever, it doesn't cuffing make sense. Cuffing season. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and she is going to be hunkering down with Travis in <laughs> his new $6 million home. Going to be staying there for weeks. They'll be spending weeks at a time together, which is you know new because it's just been stolen moments you guys yeah for just sure just stolen moments
1: this here is when and there. they
3: figure out what are we doing
1: yep this, this is, is when they have serious. to talk where to. is this going yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: you know i was just telling you guys yesterday i was reading an article that was like travis's friends are saying this is the real deal okay great yeah we'll yeah.
2: see we'll see because now it's it's yeah now you're going to find out when you're with with each other for an extended period of time
1: so, I guess that means, like, if they go out, you know, the the paparazzi, the news media will be following them and stuff? Of course. In Kansas Maybe.
3: City, you think so?
1: I mean, I don't know.
3: I bet somebody's beat is, like, they have a brand new, like, person that has been sent to Kansas City from the paparazzi to just cover this assignment. I know. Mm-hmm. I just
1: pulled up KC, KCTV CBS 5 in Kansas City. Yeah? Because they air... Are they the network that airs the Chiefs game?
3: Yep. This
1: is CBS?
3: I think so, yeah.
1: Right? So, you know, if anybody would have the inside scoop, it'd be them. Also, so I'm going I'm to monitor this channel.
3: I also <laughs> like that she's shacking up with him. That's great. I know. You know, like she's... Well, pro- he's still working. Well, because normally she just goes and buys a house next door. True. She's done that multiple times wow. with her other boyfriends.
4: Interest rates are a little high right now. Yeah. So and then she can't afford it. didn't go well. I mean, <laughs> after that one
2: she bought, wasn't it up in the Hamptons or something with the uh-huh. Kennedy guy? Yeah. With one of the kids. When she dated one of the Kennedys. I mean, I think they broke up before she even closed on mm-hmm. it, didn't they?
1: Yep. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Beyonce attended the premiere of her Renaissance movie over the weekend. She wore a silver dress. Her hair was platinum blonde. And uh, her skin, at least in pictures, according to a lot of observers, looked very light. So people started accusing her of She's trying to or- look white. Oh, my God. And yes, Jen, even bleaching her wow. skin. And her mom, Tina Knowles, lost it. Yeah. Mm. She reposted a video someone made comparing Beyonce's look this weekend to her typical skin tone. Uh, and she just railed against all the, quote, stupid, ignorant, self-hating, racist statements people have been making. She also called people sad little haters who perpetuate jealousy and racism, sexism, and double standards. Wow. And she said Beyonce, quote, minds her own business and helps people whenever she can. She lifts up and promotes black women and underdogs at all times. That's crazy. for mama standing up for the kid. It's mama's, yeah. I like
2: it. Coming out swinging. Right. All right. Andre 3000 made Billboard history by having the longest song to land on the Hot 100. His song is called, I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. Oh, Yeah. So this song is 12 minutes and 20 seconds long, and it debuted at number
3: 90. Is this where he's playing the flute?
4: Yeah, when we were in Michigan, we went to a bar to have some holiday drinks and just watch the hockey game. That was the most Michigan thing I've said all morning. But uh, we walked in, and there was, like, this weird music. It was like everyone was, like, walking in and sort of looking around like, what's going on in here? And the bartender goes, sorry, I'm previewing the the, uh, flute album. Yeah, the laundry three
1: thousand. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, I
0: kind of want to hear it.
1: This is it. No. I'm, this is not a joke. I'm not we being funny. It oh.
0: It's all right. Fire, right. Little having eggs coming at you. Hold on, people. You're all right, so maybe lying. it is a little bit of a joke. Stop <laughs> it! Such a liar. liar. That's
4: Anchorman. That is Anchorman. When it, was- it
3: came on with that scale, I was like, mm,
4: this sounds no. pretty <laughs> There was not bad. It was very spacey the three or four songs I heard off of
0: it yeah
3: I'm telling you collab him and Lizzo bam yeah there's your gold
0: this is the Jeff and Jen morning show on Q102
6: you call me how long should I wait yeah so
1: uh we we only do it twice a year that's it do it in May and in November mm-hmm. and uh what's funny is most of our update updates this week originated in May
2: how about
1: that yeah huh. uh and this one goes uh let's see dates back to May 17th to be exact drew needs a second date update guys and this is what we do hey drew how are you man Doing well. Thanks for, thanks for having me. <laughs> Happy to have you. So let's start from the beginning. How'd you meet Maddie? And take us through the first date. We'll go from there. Sure. Pretty classic. We met on Bumble. That's where I'm, they pick you, right? They reach out to you.
6: Yeah, that's right. So right. she already started off giving me a shot. We went to a wine tasting at my friend's house.
1: Oh, nice.
2: Well, that's kind of fun.
1: Different. Yeah. So it was a few. It was a gathering of a handful of people.
2: There were like four other the couples there.
6: So it's small. You know, they're all, they're all people I've known for a really long time and trusted that they would be cool in that situation. That's great. Yeah. And I thought it went great. I mean, I thought she liked them because everyone seems to. I like her. And everyone likes my friends too. They're good people, fun to be around. I thought it went great. That's good. I know. It sounds too normal, but she was laughing and joking with everybody. She was talking to my one friend, Olivia, more than she did with me.
2: <laughs> that's Maybe okay. she's dating Olivia now. Oh, that's funny. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I thought that was
6: great. I've dated women who didn't fit in with any of my friends, and that's awful. That sucks. It was that great happens. to see her yeah. fit in and talk to everyone and enjoy herself. Definitely
1: a good sign. <laughs> yeah
2: once you've had that one relationship that you can't really bring around your friends and then that relationship ends and all of your friends are like, Oh, thank God you got rid of her or him because they were just awful. <laughs> <Then> you, <laughs> and you, st- and you start to see your ex through their eyes and it becomes like, you know, it would be nice to have one that really fit in.
6: Yeah. I've had that in the past too. And so this was really nice, but she was still flirty with me the whole night and, and it's like you said, my friends were saying, You're great. She's great. You make a great couple, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I ended up, I drove her home. I walked to the door. She hugged me, no kiss, but that's fine. She was smiling. She said she had a great time. I said I'd call her again. And she said, Great. Then last weekend, I called and texted her, but she hasn't gotten
2: back to me. Hmm. So.
1: Okay. I mean if she that's great that she fit in with your friends and that she could bond with Olivia without it being at the expense of checking in with you and still being present with you. Yeah. I like it. So, unless there's anything else, well we get we're going to take a break. When we come back, if you think of anything else between now and then, you'll mention it on part 2 cuz that's what we do. On part 2 is we call Maddie and see what she thought of Drew and if there's any hope of those two ever getting together again and if not, why not. As second date update continues next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is
0: the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
1: She met Maddie on Bumble, and their first date was a wine-tasting get-together at a friend's house. Talk about trial by fire. Well, I wouldn't call it a group date, but it was definitely a group setting where she had the opportunity to meet some of his friends. So you're not just getting to know him, but you're getting to know his friends.
2: Was it at one of your friend's houses, or was it like at an event?
1: It was at my friend's house.
2: Okay, wow. so it definitely, like, intimate. That's, you know, and that's kind of an, uh, did you give her a heads up that that's what you guys were going to be doing prior to, or did she find out when you picked her up? No, no,
3: we agreed. I said, trust me, they're cool. It's going to be a good
2: time. It's okay, be so you group, ran up by her, and yeah. she was cool with it, because, you know, that could yeah. have been like, whoa, hello.
3: Well, that's pretty invasive. Like, I'm hanging out with you and all of your friends, and sometimes, like, People act really, really, really relaxed around their friends. Like maybe, maybe he did a little something over the top she didn't like, or something. I don't know.
1: Even if he did something "quote unquote" wrong, Mm. that she finds out now. Oh yeah, turns out Maddie fit right in. In fact, she sort of bonded with one of Drew's friends, Olivia. They talked for quite some time, and but she, you know, not not at the expense of still being present with Drew. Yeah. So she didn't completely ignore him, Uh, but overall they liked her. She liked them felt like a successful night. He took her home hugged no kiss, but he he said, you know, can I call you again? She said, yeah, that's great. I had a great time. So that's what he did. He followed up with a phone call, went to voicemail, texted, no response. So this is where we're going to make the call and see what's up with Maddie. Is there anything else, Drew, you think we need to know before we call her?
6: I wish I had something more to go off of, but I'm, I'm pretty confused.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Let's give her a shout and see what she says. Hello? Hi. Is this Maddie?
5: Yeah. Who's this?
1: It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning?
5: I, I'm good. A little shocked, like radio mm. Jeff
1: and Jen. Yeah, Jen's here. Fritz I'm here. So- Hi, good morning. We're here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Do you ever get a chance to listen to our
5: show? Of course.
1: Awesome. Drew is also a fan. Drew, who you did the wine tasting with recently, the guy you met on Bumble, and he was telling this us was about the second
5: your second date update.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an affirmative. Uh,
5: <laughs> oh gosh, this is going to be real awkward. Okay.
1: <laughs> now, he what said, can I do
5: for you? <laughs> well, look,
1: he thought it was he was left with the impression you had a good time and you seemed to like his friends. Everybody, by all accounts, your report card was positive, solid. Everybody liked you. You seemed to like them. He said you even bonded with his friend Olivia a little bit.
5: Yep, that all true.
1: Okay, so. Your thoughts on Drew. Any chance you two will possibly get together again?
5: Well, I'll tell you, I liked him. I really did. And his friends were great. But I don't think that uh, we're meant to be. It's not a great idea to bring somebody you don't know to a party with your friends where there's a ton of alcohol being served. And there's a lot of loose lips happening.
2: Oh, God. What did you find out? What did they spill about (laughs) Drew? Uh,
5: I don't know. It's kind of weird to share on the radio. And I I just don't know how I feel about it.
1: Well, we have Drew on the line. I mean, Drew, if you want us to stop right now, I don't know what she's got on you. but (laughs) (laughs) she got something. How bad can it be? (laughs) Please tell me what
6: was said about me.
5: I just was kind of taken aback and was wondering if you were going to tell me at some point that your last relationship was a throuple and that you were with two women for a long time. And I don't, I just, it's interesting to find out that about someone.
1: (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Drew was in a throuple? A throuple with two women, Drew. Yeah. Look at you. The guy on the phone with us?
6: Yeah. I, let me guess. Olivia told you that.
5: Yep, she did. She said a couple yeah. things actually.
6: Yeah, she doesn't know how to be quiet about anything. Yeah, I, so it was kind of dangerous to take her there then. Look, it was a very brief period of time. This isn't something I'm into. It was an unconventional relationship. It didn't work out. It wasn't for me.
1: I, 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 no I, offense, Drew. I don't mean this it. disrespectfully. I just didn't take you for a guy that would be in, involved in a, that type of relationship.
3: Yeah. How did, you, how did you How did you end up they with
2: wanted a baby? I'm sorry. I think
6: they just wanted me around because they wanted a baby. I think that was their cheapest option.
3: Oh, the thruple wanted you around for that?
6: Yeah. It lasted less than a year. I'm never <laughs> doing that again.
2: Still
3: and you're right. I,
2: I appreciate you. Were you I, living I with these? Were you living with these women? I was. Yes.
3: Oh, wow. This is a lot to unpack. Huh.
2: Mm, that's interesting. So you think that there wasn't, like, true affection there? You think that they they were, so they were a couple before, and then they found you? Is that how that happened? That's about how it went. Okay. And I didn't, and, in, yeah. And then you ended up living with them, and what made you decide to leave?
1: Did you have any say in the matter at all? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was
6: very good for me to leave. I, For a long time, I had been wanting to get out of that. It wasn't working out. I think the whole party agreed it wasn't It wasn't worth whatever they wanted out of it. The mutual decision. Okay. Huh. Interesting.
2: Well, that's a story to tell the grandkids. I know.
6: Drew mm-hmm. was
1: in a throuple. Who knows
6: How about that? But it's not a story you tell on the first date, which no. is why... I wouldn't tell you that I mean like what else did Olivia tell you
5: (laughs) you won't tell it on a first date but you'll tell it on the radio it's kind of funny to me
1: (laughs) I have to now (laughs) yeah he's kind of in it at this point
5: (laughs) so just getting to know them one of the first questions I was asked is if I also date women which I didn't really understand why they were asking me that And then they made a comment on how nice it was to see you with just one woman at a time. And you know, you make a lot of stories up in your head, and it's good to know what the real story is. But it was not the first date I was expecting.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. I don't know. Is it? We always have this discussion,
3: though. Like, when do you tell somebody your 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 stuff? Like, when is it appropriate? And is
2: it fair to judge someone on their last relationship?
3: Oh, God, no, it's not.
2: I pray to God, no. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, we all end up, whatever we do makes sense at the time. For whatever reason, for however we look back on it now and say that was messed up. In the moment, it made perfect sense because otherwise we wouldn't have done it. So you know I don't know if it's fair cuz I imagine you learned quite a lot in that relationship cuz the I big did. Yeah, yeah I mean the big crazy wacky ones are the ones where we learn and grow the most.
1: <laughs> so I guess I would ask you Drew then how do you feel about having a monogamous relationship moving forward or would you prefer to be in a another throuble?
3: He said he wasn't going <laughs> to do it again. So I mean maybe should it we believe that? him?
1: Well, these two weren't for you, but what about another couple that comes down the pike? Or would you be happy with just Maddie? Would one be enough? Can I be honest? There's a fantasy to all this, right? When
6: two other women ask you to live with them, there is a part of you that's like, let me try it. Let me see what <laughs> this is about. Right. Not, not, very,
2: not all men get think, that opportunity. You no. are correct. Right.
6: But that said, it's not what I want. Yeah. And
1: it's the past. Well, and you had to go through it to learn that. Yeah. I get it. I get your point. Yeah. Does this mean there's absolutely positively no chance of a second date or at least a a coffee meetup or something? I got one more question first. Okay. That
2: that just (laughs) came to mind. Okay. You said that you thought these women were just using you for a baby. Neither one of them are pregnant right now with your child, correct? Or you don't have a child floating around out there with these two women? Good question.
6: That you know of. No, no.
2: No. Okay.
6: Yeah. Thank goodness.
2: Okay. That's good to know. I would hate for that bomb to drop at
1: some point. That is a good question. Okay. Solid. Well, there it is, Maddie. You have all the facts. Yeah. What do you think?
5: I'm just not that kind of person. I'm pretty, like, pretty reserved and quiet. And while I appreciate the honesty even if it's after the fact, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I think I just would always be wondering if that's, if that's what he really wanted. Am so I I'm, enough? I'm sorry, Drew. Yeah.
6: That's your insecurity. That's your oh. own. <laughs> like if you're being prude, that's, that's okay. I'm not going to rush you into anything. I just, I like you as a person, but
2: uh, obviously I can't force you.
1: Oh so.
5: boy.
2: I know. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, don't like
5: people who call me prude. Thanks though.
1: Okay. All right. Well. Yeah, we appreciate you taking the call, Maddie.
2: For sure. Good luck out there.
1: Still with us, Maddie? Hello. Maddie?
2: I think she didn't like being called a prude. Okay.
3: Yeah, she's gone.
2: All right. Well, Drew, appreciate you putting
1: yourself out there. Good luck to you. Doesn't sound like you'll need it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Thank you. I think there's a part of Jeff here that wants to high-five you through the phone, but I'm not 100% sure. (laughs) Just, it know. was
6: really bad. I promise. He did. It was not an experience I would recommend. Okay.
2: All right. Good I'll take to know. your word
1: for it.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. So what you just heard that took place back in May. Fast forward now to today, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, Maddie, to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. How are you, Maddie? I'm good. Hi, Maddie. Good to talk to
5: you. Hi.
1: How's life been treating you yeah, since the last time what's we spoke?
5: Going on? i mean (laughs) right now it's good it was a lot right after i did that call i still can't believe that i did it but right now it's great
1: okay well walk us through it
5: well obviously a lot of people i know heard the call um particularly a lot of high school friends and this one girl reached out and i haven't talked to her since high school but what i knew of her then she she lived that and now still lives like more of an untraditional lifestyle.
1: Okay. Um, And she was
5: asking me all kinds of questions about him. Okay. So she thought he sounded familiar, but that he might be using a different name. So we exchanged phone numbers because she reached out on social media and I sent her a pic. And she totally confirmed it was the guy that she knew. And apparently they were involved for a little bit, a little like entanglement and a relationship, but it was not just the two of them.
0: Okay. And
5: what she told me was that he is always dating at least two women and that he 100% lied to all of us. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Total swinger, belongs to a sex club, And she confirmed. She's like, I I was in a relationship with him. She knows.
1: When she was in a relationship with him at that time, was she aware? Or was was this as much a surprise to her when it all came out?
5: No, she was totally aware because that's the kind of lifestyle she leads, too. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. It was like eyes wide open for her. Right. Wow.
1: That's crazy. Did you think it was weird that this old high school friend of yours, like out of the blue, comes out of the woodwork and starts asking you all these weird questions about him?
5: Yes, but it was amidst... A bunch of people reaching out right. more about me, less about him. So this is like the first one that really wanted to know more about him.
1: Interesting. Gotcha.
2: So you wonder if there's a bunch yeah. of other women out there that it heard him and are like, I know that guy.
1: How do you get away with using a different name? Does he have like a nickname or something? Like my, my legal name is Michael, but everybody calls me Jeff because that's kind of a radio identity, but he doesn't work on the radio. Well, wow. How did he pull that off?
5: Went by his middle name.
1: Got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know someone. Her name is her name is Linda, but she goes by her middle name Diane because she really? gets, she doesn't like the name she Linda like for Linda. Yeah, interesting.
2: Well, what do you know? So,
1: were you guys through? You finished, Finney? Oh, yeah. Done?
5: Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't. Yeah, yeah. Totally done. I mean, what I learned both through this girl that I know from high school is that his ultimate goal was to be in a polyamorous relationship with four women and with four so, four yes four. any men
2: are um, just him and four and four women
5: him and four women
2: huh
0: interesting
5: kind of very playboy mansion wants to own a home with five primary bedrooms so each woman has her own bedroom and then he just rotates
1: wow what would yeah. be in it as women what mm-hmm. would be in it for you to be in that type of relationship like, what's the upside for the woman in that situation?
2: I don't know. You know, it's it takes a village to raise a kid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah okay yeah you know, i guess so
2: you get a little help cleaning and cooking <laughs> and,
1: but, but that's always my question is unless the guy is hugh Hefner or super rich or something like yeah. what, what is in it for these women who agree to participate in these types of relationships what if you what if the man is
2: insatiable and you find it exhausting and don't want to multiple times every day you could just send him to another room <laughs> I guess I so. Know. I'm throwing stuff up against the wall. No, here. I, I don't mean, know
1: You're joking, but to your point, I'm trying to think of what the, that HBO show, uh, Big Love, Sister I think wives was. The name or of it. What was it? Well, there is that, but the you drama on HBO show, Big. was Big Love. And it was just really interesting seeing how this husband of one, two, three, there might have been four wives, uh-huh. how he not only managed each of those marriages yeah. simultaneously, but how they gone along and managed each other. Right. And, and it was sort of a hierarchy. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of kids.
2: Well, you know, and there are just some people that love more than one person. You know, that's a whole polyamorous thing. I mean, if is he wanting to do polygamy or is he wanting to do polyamorous where everybody loves everybody so the women are involved with each other as well, not just him?
5: I believe it's polyamory. Okay. He wants one large relationship. Okay. And I, I'm assuming that he wanted, like, to date me because maybe he could convince me that this is, like, the most incredible, wonderful thing. Yeah, because why would he? I mean, you do. he
2: didn't pick you up on a site that was meant for these, you know, alternative lifestyles.
5: Right. So no, why would he think that ball. you would jump on board? I, according to my acquaintance from high school, this is, like, something that he likes to do. He likes to try to convert women to this ultimate goal plan of his to live in this massive house and all be in a relationship together
1: interesting he gets off on the conversion <laughs> wow okay well, well you meet it crazy, all don't right? you? i guess so not for you though
5: no no not for me so if you know anybody <laughs> one person
1: <laughs> one person
5: yeah one person you'd like, please
1: you'd like to okay. be in a monogamous committed relationship that
5: that's
1: my goal yeah understood okay awesome well thank you for that update wasn't <laughs> expecting that at all no
5: problem thanks for having me yeah I it was good talking it. to you
1: and good luck to you
2: thanks bye guys all right second date update update week how fun is this pretty fun if, if you missed any of it we will air it again around what 755 752 ish will begin the, the, the next play yeah
1: for our eight o'clock listeners right. we'll uh kick it off a little before eight
2: yeah so you can catch anything that you might have missed there and of course another new second date update update tomorrow and in the meantime if you need any help with the second date update just send us an email jeff and jen at wkr this is
0: the jeff and jen morning show on q102
2: out of their dive bar, which means I have a lot of white friends. And also, can we take a second to talk about dive bars? Why are they always wet? Why is the floor raining? Why is the ceiling dripping? Why am I drinking in a rainforest? What is happening in here? And then the bathroom, the bathroom? Why? Who knew that so many adults were walking around with markers and paint pens? Like, how did? Like, your friend called, hey, buddy, you want to go to a dive bar? Yeah, let me stop at Michael's first. (laughs) And then the stickers. Of stickers, do you think that this is how your band's gonna get discovered? (laughs) Sir, go to rehearsal, start a SoundCloud. You don't need a sticker budget, you need instruments.
1: That's Dolce Sloan. From the first episode of the 2023 Netflix special, Verified Stand-Up, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. How many questions do you think your kids ask yeah. every year?
2: Jeez.
1: Oh, <laughs> Plus, social norms that people are sick of. It is Wednesday, the 29th of November, 2023. We're Jeff and Jenna here it is. Your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, Black Friday and Cyber Monday are in the rearview mirror. Do you remember when they would extend deals from, like, Black Friday all the way through Christmas? Because oh, yeah. they just, you know, they th- th- this is how it used to go. And I think it might have been because of the pandemic where you would have Black Friday. And then they'd say, we're going w- w- it- to... You better get your Black Friday deal. And then Cyber Monday would come along and they'd say, it's going to end today. It's almost over. Things are going fast. Stop messing around. You only have a few hours left. Get your stuff. And then they'd say, extending it till Christmas. Yep. They're not doing that as much this year. No. You better take advantage.
3: See, and I always wondered too, Jeff, because some people are going, this sale only happens once a year. And I feel like. It happens all the time but yeah. maybe it's not maybe well it other really sales a happen
1: year. but this right. particular
2: sale the one that they call the Black Friday sale is right. once a year It's yeah. only
1: once a year because Black Friday only comes once a year uh, but anyway, here's a trick that might help you snag a deal between now and Christmas when you and I learned I just kind of learned this by being forgetful when you're shopping online, try adding something to your cart and just leaving it there. Because yeah. if you're kind of on the fence about the price, or you or or you just think it's too much, like you want it, but you don't want to pay that price, you're hoping to get some kind of a deal, right? Put it in your cart, yep, and then forget about it, because it's a matter of time before you're going to get an email from that, that says, company, yeah, saying, "Hey, uh, you
2: left something in your cart." Yeah, how about if we give you twenty percent off?
3: Do you guys get notification? I get notifications. It's not just an email. Like Amazon will pop up and be like, if it's on our wish list, like our daughter has a wish list of stuff that we send out to people, it'll say something on your wish list is discounted, and it'll send me a a notification.
1: Well, I have the notifications turned off, but I do get the email. Oh, yeah? And it's just as effective. They might offer something. I mean, I think 20% is generous if you can get it. Uh, 15%, sometimes it might be as little as $10 off, but still, it doesn't matter what you're shopping for. Some deals are better than other, but chances are they, the site has your email, and most of the big shopping sites track abandoned orders now. Yeah, And the idea is they see that you almost bought something, but if you wait a few days, sometimes even a few hours, You'll they may that. try to mm-hmm. close the deal by sending you a discount code. Because they, they see it in your cart, you logged in, you selected it, but you never went through with the purchase. Well, they want they want to close that deal, yeah, man. It's true. So yeah, maybe or or they might they might offer free shipping. Mm-hmm.
3: Wonder if I have anything in my cart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's I in a, my cart? I have right an outdoor
1: stereo it, system on there. It's maybe been there for more than six that. Months. If it happens to be a product they need to get rid of. You'll see those deals get even sweeter. The only real risk is leaving it in your cart too long. Like, don't wait to order a a gift for someone if it might not ship in time for the holidays. Yeah. Or if there's there's a concern there that they might run out.
2: And do pay attention to shipping, too, Mm -hmm. when you're on all of the sites. No doubt. You know, for sure.
3: Because some of those two-day shippings really aren't two days anymore.
2: No, they're not. They're two days after once they ship it. Yes. It's not two days from now. Right. Um, That's for sure. And different products, like, you know, different things. I can speak to being an Etsy seller. You know, different things. Some things are in stock and ship in a day or two, and other things are a pre-order, and it takes a couple of weeks for those to get out.
1: So so, how do you manage that? Like, do you just tell people... Hey, it's going to take, it, it's probably going to take up to this many days or.
2: Well, it says it. I mean, you have it in the set. I mean, they click on the item and it says ships in
1: two to three weeks. So it or knows ships. what you have and what you we don't. We set it. We, oh, no you kidding. Go, we
2: go in and set
1: the shipping. You got to do that manually? Oh,
3: my
2: it? God. There's so much that is done manually. <laughs> wow. This is where I kind of lose my mind a little bit. This you is know, this where is she the,
3: needs her assistance. This is where I need help. Yeah.
1: You find. to manage. You find that drives it like affects your sales in any way like if it's something that ships people want quicker, their stuff fast yeah. yeah they
2: want their stuff fast
1: sure. so that's something you probably got to keep doing then
2: huh? yeah
3: I mean yeah. we sold not not that this is even in the same realm as your thing but we sold um La Rosa's buddy cards for cheer and we took the order and people were like I never got my buddy card I never and I'm like well, I the order isn't even due until next Tuesday, and then you have to wait for them to give it back to you, and then I'm, it I'm, I'm, takes I'm, some I'm, time. Yeah, but she's right; people want instant stuff now. Yeah, yeah. and I get it. So do I. I mean, yeah. I totally get it. Um,
2: yeah, we do our best get it out as quick as possible.
3: You do a great job with your we, business. You know, we, a lot of we're people have been trying telling
2: hard. You. We're we're working really hard.
1: Still, I'm gonna just leave a few things in my cart and see if I get it. See
2: if you get a notification. See if you might.
3: get a deal on those uh, cards. You cards might. by Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible.
2: Yeah, buddy, you're paying full price. Don't you try to sneak a deal out of me? No, that should be a Come feature on. that Etsy
1: offers. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It's you know having clicking that little button. It is. They do you so. They do, do it for
2: everybody. Oh, you can do discounts. You can do Etsy's
3: run sales. You know on stuff.
1: So like you without.
3: Do you have to say, yes, I want to put it on sale, or do they have control I of think that? that that is a
2: portion of their cut.
3: Oh. Etsy
2: takes a pretty big chunk. I mean, I really do need to build a website and get direct orders, like, through the website. Like, what percentage mm-hmm. they, do they, do you it's think they take? It's a chunk. It's a Significant, like at the end of
3: the month, they just take no
2: off of every Every purchase. After every purchase, there's
1: like 20%, 30%,
2: not quite that much, but you know, depending on more than you want to give them, more than yeah, I mean, more than I would be giving them if we had our own website and did Mm. it ourselves because they charge a listing fee, like for every time, once, like, say you have a hundred of something. So every time one sells, they charge you $0.20 to relist it. Hmm. And then there's a processing fee, and then there's their cut. So by the time they've hit you with these three different charges, it's
3: a chunk. Dang.
2: Yeah.
1: Does 2060 Digital do e-commerce?
3: Probably they do all kinds of stuff.
1: And what kind of chunk did they take?
3: Do you want me to set up a call for you, Jen? <laughs> set you, up a meeting. Set up a meeting for set me meeting? with Twenty Sixty Digital.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. you got to do the math. Will it be more effective do to the use the Etsy software, pay their fees, or right. pay
1: or pay an e commerce company? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
4: pay a big big company to build right. your website. We'll
1: set up a meeting downstairs. Yes, yeah.
4: thanks. All right, someone pulled real quick. Someone pulled two
1: thousand parents with kids six and under. And the average person cannot answer half of the questions their kids ask. The impossible questions are the worst. Yeah, and they seem to love those. Yeah, Uh because they just
3: keep going.
1: On average, young kids ask 11 questions a day. That's
3: way way low.
2: Or just
1: over 4,000 a year. And parents only know how to really answer less than half of them. Yeah. The most common questions have to do with understanding the world around them things like animals, nature, current events.
3: Yes, current events for sure. Like if the TV's on and the news is on, that's when I feel like we get the most questions. Is that house on fire? What happened? Blah blah blah. blah.
1: Parents were asked to name the most interesting question their child has ever asked, answers included. Why is the sky so high? why can't can't i I touch touch it it? like what if i climbed it really late is there like a ladder that can reach the top of the sky
3: we had that too about that conversation about clouds like what does a cloud feel like and my dad told me a cloud was cold why can't i touch a cloud so then the next time that it was foggy out i was like you can go walk through that that's a cloud and Mm -hmm. she did
1: how about that
2: science yeah what do you know
1: uh, how come fish can keep their eyes open underwater? Ooh,
2: good question. Excellent the question. The
1: answer to that is they don't have eyelids.
4: What about all they the have questions? No choice.
3: Yeah, but why don't they have eyelids? Damn it! <laughs> That's the follow-up, man. You're like,
4: <laughs> They don't need them. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Uh, thanks to questions like that, though, and stuff they learn in school, 81% of parents say they actually learn just as much from their kid as their kid learns from them. Mm-hmm. On wow. average, children teach their parents Five things a week.
3: That's the truth. Yesterday Minimal. we had. Yesterday Ugh. we had um, lunch with our adopt-a-class students as mm-hmm. a part of Giving Tuesday. We went to Lempica, and everyone at Jeff Ruby's gave them this just bang-up treatment. It was awesome. But I will tell you, the number one thing that I took away from my experience with my class is all the hot slang, like what the kids are saying. Yeah, What you stay. learn? Oh yeah, like it was. I can't remember the one. Ah. Oh, She was, she, of course, she said lit. This, my student was like, this is lit. That's fire. You know, some of the slangy stuff. And I told Will, who was sitting next to me, I'm like, I'm totally using these words in the future. What year
1: was Penelope born? 17. 2017. So she is generation alpha.
3: Oh, what's that? Oh, Oh, wow. Trust me. I feel that. That's cool. On every level. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And coming up, uh, I know I got to get shopped till you drop, but I'm just teasing this. Coming up, I'm going to play for you. A clip, a viral video of a general Zer interviewing her Gen Alpha sister and the sister's friend to see what words and phrases are in and out.
4: Ooh, oh, perfect. I'm in. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's all straight ahead. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.